What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite chat today. We're going to be talking about Han Solo and how he kind of grew up as a child on Kirillia and how he had to learn to survive and how he ended up being taken in by Shrike. This is of course following on this is chapter 2 from the Han Solo Legends novel Paradise Snare. Now he's on the ship, if we remember from chapter 1, he's on the ship being taken to the Ulyssian, the Ulyssian planet to be able to work as a pilot but on this he begins to kind of think back to where he was as he's thinking about Dulana and how she rescued him and trying to you know think back to a child and see if she can't remember he can't remember anything else that happened before his earliest memory that he can have was him on the streets and he's barefooted and he's starving and cold and he's trying to beg and get people to give him some money and he's he can't remember who his parents are he can't remember if he's even ever had shoes prior to that point. And that's when Shrike shows up and he begins to help him. And he says, you know, if you want to come with me, I'll make sure you have a bed to sleep in, a warm bed to sleep in, and food. And so then that's when Han follows him. What he finds out as time goes on is that Shrike does this to all the people, all these little kids. He takes them in and then basically forces them to either be pickpockets or beggars. And it's only if they kind of earn their own quota do they actually get fed? Because the only way to survive on his the trader's luck, the ship that Shrike has, is you either work for it, and of course as a kid you're too small to kind of move around the different things that he needs moved for shipping, or you work as a pickpocket or a beggar. And Han kind of struggled with this because he couldn't quite get pickpocketing down perfectly. He would do it very well, but he would sometimes get caught and the droid that kind of taught them up on how to pickpocket would kind of feel him like trying to grab some different things every once in a while and the droid would not let him become a pickpocket unless he could do it a hundred percent of the times because he wouldn't take a chance on any of them being caught so Han was left to beg and this absolutely drove Han crazy because he felt that he just wasn't respected and he wanted to be able to be respected in some sense even if he was doing wrong things at least as far as people viewed him he's not kind of looking there trying to beg and making himself look weak and pathetic and he absolutely hated this so he tried to work really hard to be able to become a pickpocket and try to be done with his quota for begging earlier so that he could practice to be allowed to become a pickpocket and finally upon getting to do so he kind of worked his way to trying to get in into this really wealthy mansion and he snuck in through the front door and he waited till everyone fell asleep and then he tried to grab a whole bunch of stuff and he thought he was going to make it through the window but he got kind of stuck in the window and he blamed it on the fact that he hadn't been feeling very good and when he finally worked his way through and fell down out of the window he ended up barely being able to make it into the trees and they called the patrols and the patrols are trying to find him and he felt himself getting very sick and he had to wait until they stopped searching completely and then he was trying to make it back to the ship before Shrike ended up pulling off worried that he would end up pulling off and wondering if he would wait for him or if he was just going to die and he you know he was so dazed he could barely move on and he barely made it back to the ship and once he made it back to the ship 
Shrike immediately started chewing him out, wondering where he had been at. And he started to fill the boy and he was like, you know, you've got a fever. I, you know, I probably just need to leave you here. And Shrike considers just leaving him there because he doesn't want to take a chance of him getting the rest of the crew sick. But it ends up being Dulana who ends up kind of having a big argument with Shrike. And Shrike ended up bringing him on the ship, but he kind of held him away from everyone else. And it was only after Shrike saw all of the jewels that Han ended up getting from this, you know, the loot that he stole, that he decided to take him in and allow him to be on the ship still. But Dulana saw that he was very, very sick, and he, she thought that he was going to die. And so she ended up going against Shrike and taking a shuttle and flying to find a medical droid to get Han work. And it was on this point that he had a specific type of Karelian fever that was very near fatal. And the droid said if Dulana didn't take him there soon enough but waited it out, Han would have ended up dying. This, of course, reminds Han yet again of another time that Dulana ended up saving him and you know protecting his life. And she even paid for it on her own because Shrike wouldn't pay for it. And that's when he started to think a little bit more about some of the times that you know Dulana had take, taken care of him so well. And at this point, or before around the age of 10 or 11, he didn't know what his name was. Shrike had only told him it was Han. He never knew his last name. And Shrike had said, if you, you know, if you work hard enough, if you do a good enough job, then I'll tell you about your family and tell you about your last name. And so Dulana, knowing that Han really wanted to know this, began to kind of place a bock with them and try to get in with Shrike and see if she couldn't end up finding out any information. Well, one night while playing Sabak, he ended up getting kind of drunk. And so uh, Dulana kind of used this as a chance to kind of ask questions. He was talking and bragging about one of the jewels that Han found was a very precious stone and was able to make a whole lot of money. And so she kind of made a comment was like, well, does he come from a family of really good thieves then? And he said, oh, the Solos? No, absolutely not. And then he figured out what was going on. He started to question her. But by that time, she at least knew the last name. And so she told Han that. So, of course, Han, the next time he was down on Corellia, ended up going down and kind of researching to find any of the Solos that had been on Corellia. And he ended up finding out that many centuries before that someone, a Solo, actually started kind of democracy for the planets and actually was a king for a period of time. He also found out that a while after that, that one of the great-grandchildren of those people was actually a very infamous thief and murderer. And then he found that there was two people still left alive now with the name Solo. One was a widow and one was her son a few years older than Han. So Han, with talking with Dulani, ended up kind of discussing and figuring out that probably the best bet for them was for him to try to show up and go there. That if they took him in, they're so wealthy, as all of the Solos have been incredibly wealthy because one of the earliest ones was a king, that they would be able to protect him from Shrike. And so he tries to sneak on and see what it is that he can kind of get inside and find out, see if they know something about his family. And he's found by the boy. And immediately Han's kind of thrown back because he realizes without a doubt, I am definitely a solo because this kid looks just like me. And the other boy kind of recognized the same thing. And Han said, can, can I see your mother? I, I want to talk to her and see if she knows anything about my parents. And because the boy said, there's no way that he would be Han's brother because his father ended up dying 
a little bit after he was born. And then the mother's just hidden herself up away in the castle from since then. It's like she never goes out. So there's no way she had another kid. There's just, it's impossible. And so he agrees though to let Han go and talk to her. But he says, you know, she's very fragile. She can go out. Don't mess with her. Do not bother her. You know, don't make her get into one of her episodes. And so Han gets up there. And the second she sees him, she starts going, no, 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 no. That's impossible. You know, that's impossible. They're all gone. And then the boy freaks out and kind of takes Han out. And Han, you know, is like, I I, I didn't do anything. She freaked out. What's wrong with her? And then the boy just hits Han. And he says, you know, she's not, she can't handle being around people. So you've got to go. And Han was kind of like begged. And the boy ended up allowing Han to stay there. And Han stayed there and started to hang out with the boy. He started to see that the boy was very sadistic. They had a lot of issues going on with this boy. But Han stayed around and dealt with how badly he was treated. Uh, The fact that the boy constantly kind of mistreated animals. And Han hated this. And when the boy saw it, it just made him do it even more. But Han tried to stick around despite questioning whether or not to leave. Because he was trying to find out something about his parents. And each time he would bring it up, the boy would kind of get excuses and tell him, you know, we will as soon as we get past this or whatever. But they would never get around to it. And then one time it went too far where the boy ended up grabbing Han and dragging him into the kitchen by his hair and taking a knife out and saying that he was going to kill him. And because he he needed to learn how he needed to act better. And if he didn't learn this, that he was going to cut off Han's ears. And so then finally Han just snapped, tackled the boy, threw him down on the ground and began to just beat him to a pulp. And then Han grabs a knife and puts it to the boy's throat. Upon doing this, the boy then finally starts to kind of reveal and tell all the things that he knows. Now, unfortunately for Han, he did not know that much, but what he said is his grandfather during the time was on a different planet right around Corellia, and it was being attacked by pirates and marauders. And in this, they had kind of got split up, and the grandfather and the grandmother went different directions, and they had twin babies. And the mother took the daughter, and this was that boy's mother, the widow now. But it was the grandfather that took the son that they thought had then died but clearly know that son that has been lost was actually han's father but no one knows what happens and so he's left again with a dead end it's then when han kind of relaxes a little bit and then the boy jumps back on and turns it back around on him that he realizes that he's in a lot of trouble and the boy says you're going to pay for this and so he ends up locking Han away into a closet for a few days and kind of starves him a little bit, gives him just enough food to survive, and then ends up finding out where he's from and gets Shrike and brings him, and Shrike beats him to the bloodiest pulp. He says he he beat him to the point where, as far as he could do it without causing any permanent damage because he wanted to use Han later because Han was a great pilot. He has won, I believe, three in a row of the you know top swoop racing competitions in Corellia. And without that, which was very illustrious for him to have a championship winning swoop pilot, without that he would have probably killed Han or damaged him permanently. But because he couldn't, he did it up to that point. And it was this point where Han kind of remembers the whole point of the trip that he's going on. And he wants to make it there so he can join the Naval Academy and then become an officer. And that once becoming an officer, that he will then go back 
and actually attack and get Shrike and make him pay for all of the things he's done. And then he says he'll begin to get a family. And once he gets a family, he will never abandon his kids. This is a, one of the things that a lot of people kind of hated what was done with Kylo because they know from these books that Han was basically an orphan. He knew what it was like to not have your family around. So they, you know, Han wouldn't do this to his kid no matter the circumstances. And so this is one of the issues of why people didn't like what was done with Han in the force awakens and how Kylo's kind of story played out. It just for those respecting the original legend stories like this, it kind of is bothersome. But anyways, that's the story of kind of Han on the streets and some of the things he had to do, you know, and the, even in the trailer, they talk about he's been doing, you know, he's been pulling tricks since he was a young, young kid. And that's kind of what some of these stories are. So it seems to be kind of fitting along with those and also how he ended up finding out about his last name. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I look forward to talking to you down below. I will continue to be doing this all the way up until the movie comes out in May. So I hope you enjoy it. Look forward to your thoughts. As always, thank you very much for watching and never forget you know first. I love you.